going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Huddle. It's your boy, Austin, and I'm actually not solo today. Um, LA's not here. He does send his love, though. KLC LA says he loves you. Uh, but I was supposed to be solo today. Uh, but I just thought, I said, you know what? I'm kind of lonely up here. I, I want to I have some help, at least for a little bit during this episode. So guess what, y'all? I have the one, the only... Mother Willis. That's right. My mom. How's it going? <laughs> Say what's up to KLC, mom. Hello, KLC. How's everyone doing? Oh, I'm sure they're doing great because I'm doing fantastic. I'm so happy to have her on this episode with me. Uh, man, y'all are in for a treat. So uh, without further ado, you guys know how we do it. Let's hop right into this thing because I know we're going to talk for a few, or at least I might. Uh, the first segment of this is... Hear me out. So do you have anything that you want to be heard out about? Like anything on your mind? It could be Daniel fast. I know everybody's doing the okay. 21 days of prayer and fasting. You know, whatever it is on your mind, what, what do you want to be heard out about? Well, I guess that that's a good segue um, because I have started a Daniel fast. I'm actually um, doing it at the same time as another church that I follow um, on Facebook, um, Beulah Land Bible Church out of Macon, Georgia. And mm-hmm. so... I've been um, following them, and it's been pretty good so far. Day one, of course, and um, every day is going to be um, 10 minutes of prayer, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, just to hear the word, it kind of encourages you as you go, and there's a theme for each day, which I don't have that with me. But um, one of the things that um, I'm trying to remember today was, Lord, help me to be better. Mm. Lord, help me to be better. Because uh, whenever you're doing a fast, you always want a result of some kind. And so, um, of course, with a Daniel fast for us ladies, weight loss is always great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, we want to make sure that we're um, not only getting our bodies in shape, but getting our souls and our minds in shape so that we can be used by the Lord. So mm. and you definitely, um, with the things that we have going on today, uh, we cannot do it in our own strength. We definitely need the strength of the Holy Spirit. So mm. I think uh, a fast is very appropriate for what we have going on uh, right now so we can get centered and uh, just be able to hear from the Lord and let Him lead and guide us and not our emotions. Mm, That's really good. That's really good. So um, I'm convicted now because guess what, y'all? I started uh, the 21 days of prayer and fasting. I I started last week doing the Daniel fast and uh, me me and my girlfriend, Brenna, actually started it together. And uh, we decided to tap out last Thursday. Uh, but you know what? God's grace is so good that we can always hop Amen. back in. Amen. Um, but you said something else. You said, do better. Do better. Amen. And, uh, and I actually want to use that to segue into the second part of, uh, of the huddle, which is the segment of That's Crazy. So um, I'm sure all of you guys already know about the Capitol, the riots and Yes, everybody knows stuff. about that. Yeah, it's been all over the news, of course. It's all over the news. If you don't know, just turn on the news. They're probably still talking about it now. But um, that's crazy. It's um, very you, crazy. If you saw that, you, you know, that's crazy. Um, and I'm going to just go off of what you said. Do better. Right. Do better. That's that's all I have to say about that. Um, that is crazy. But, you know... As we look over these events, um, this isn't the first crazy thing that has happened. Right. Uh, I, I don't want to say this year, because 2020 was a crazy year, but um, there's been so much that's happened in our 
country, but not only in our country, in our own personal lives, right. uh, you know, in the world. And uh, a lot of it has shaken us up. And it, it seems like it just it's one thing after the other. Right. Um, but we just came to tell you, me and my wonderful mother, despite all the things going on, help is on the way. Help is already here. Help it oh. It's already here. Help is already here. Mm-hmm. Man, that she that's a word right there. Help is already here. Um, do you want to expound on that? What do you because <laughs> I was going somewhere else, but you <laughs> You know, I think for, for those of us that, that know the Lord and um have walked with him for any amount of time, he's always there. Mm. No matter what we go through, and it's just a matter of tapping in to it and um, just allowing him to meet you where you are. Mm. But he's never gone. He's omnipresent, so he's always there. Mm. It's us that may walk away and yeah. go other places, but he's always there. Mm. And all we have to do is just reach out to him and try not to do things in our own strength. And as I said before, not be led by our emotions. Mm. A lot of time that's what takes us here and there. But God is always here. He's always there, just whenever we need him. Mm. That reminds me of uh, one of the Psalms that says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Um, he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Mm. That's so very true um, because he's he's always there. Yes. You know, and I think things can get so crazy that we can become jaded and we can forget all the things that God has done. And I think one of the things that I forgot along the way was just that we're still living in modern day miracles of waking up each day with Amen. breath in our bodies and Amen. life, health, and strength. You know, those are things that that can seemingly be common, but they're miracles. Right. And it's sometimes not until you see a tragedy or you see somebody else that's not as fortunate that uh, that you're reminded of, of just that blessing. You know. Amen. Um, and, and for some, that miracle. But you're absolutely right. The Lord is always there. Um, but, you know, one thing, when, when I was thinking about this podcast episode, um, I was reminded of a passage of scripture in Luke chapter 7. Um, and if you churchgoers uh, are familiar with this, you probably, you, you might be familiar with this. You, you've probably heard of the widow, um, right. the story of the widow. And um, I, I said I wasn't going to read the whole thing to you, but... I'm going to do it anyway. Reading the word um, is always good. It's, that's right. Come on, mom. I got my mom here too. So whatever y'all don't like, y'all got to talk to her about oh, it. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm going to read it real quick for you. It's Luke chapter seven is verses 11 through 17. And it says, soon afterward, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain and a large crowd followed him. A funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son, and a large crowd from the village was with her. When the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearer stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Great fear swept through the crowd, 
and they praise God, saying, A mighty prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people today. And the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. So Amen. when I read that, Mom, um, there was so much that jumped out to me, especially looking at the state of the country, especially looking at you know the state of some of our lives. A lot of us are having funerals for things in our lives. Um, a lot of us are having funerals for relationships. A lot of us yeah. are having funerals for, you know, our hopes mm-hmm. and our dreams and, right. and what we thought 2020 would look like and what we think mm. 2021 is, is going to look like. A lot of us, if, if we're honest, are having funerals for those things. Um, and one of the points that I wrote down was uh, in order to realize and to... Um, really just come into alignment with the idea of help is on the way, the number one thing we have to do is we have to take inventory of our losses and be honest about how we feel. Amen. That's pretty deep. So what do you think about that? Like, what do you think about taking inventory of, or really just looking back at all the events that happened over the past year, over the past couple months and taking inventory of those things? Um, I think if 2020 hasn't taught us anything else, especially with the pandemic and how everything kind of just went, um, just halted. Um, you really saw, I believe, what's important, what's important to you. Um, some people may have seen it as a loss, but for me, I saw great gain, mm. great gain in um, spending more time at home. Um, you know, you have, of course, um, younger siblings. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, prior to the pandemic, we were always um, on the road, just traveling and um, some of you may know or may not know that um, my husband and I, we work on the Eagle Air Force Base, and we live here in Lynn Haven. So that's an hour and a half drive both ways. And mm-hmm. so that's three hours on the road. Um, that's probably nothing if you live in Atlanta, but, you know, you mm-hmm. live in a little small town like we do. That's a, a long ride. And it's a large chunk of your day, and then you work for nine hours. And mm-hmm. I know there were some times I'm like, Lord, I'm so weary. I'm so tired. You mm-hmm. know, and I want to do other things, but I'm tired. By the time we, mm-hmm. you know, drive to work and come back home, I'm just exhausted. And so um, having the time and being, ble- being blessed to work from home, uh, just has allowed us to gain a lot more time, a lot mm-hmm. more rest. So mm-hmm. I've been thankful for that. Um, even just providing that uh, avenue now where the government sees that, hey, we can get just as much work out of uh, you guys while you're working from home mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as if you drove to the actual um, facility. So that and um, even just having you come home, that's that's been fun, having mm-hmm. you around and um, some of the little exercises that we've gone through mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's amazing how you can be with somebody for a long time and still not truly know them. Mm. But some of the um, exercises you walked us through helped me to to see, you know, see people mm-hmm. a lot differently and learn how to um, love them better, I guess mm. you can say, and understand them better. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I saw a great, great, great gain. Mm-hmm. And of course, we had some, you know, other losses as well, family members and things like that. So mm-hmm. that was a little difficult. But, you know, God is with us through all of it. So I just thank mm-hmm. him just for being there. I mean, I can't imagine um, going through any day without him. Mm. Wow. That's that's good. Uh, I mean, you're already ahead of the game <laughs> because it takes me and I'm sure a lot of other people a little bit longer to get to that point of uh, appreciation and really just acknowledgement of God. Um, and kind of going off that, 
you you did a good job of looking at the positive things that came from 2020. But I know there's probably somebody listening that it's been hard for you mm. to get to that point. And um, and looking at this passage that we read to you, I just want to uh, just encourage you that it, it it's okay to um, to be honest, um, even if it takes you longer to get to that point. Um, I just wrote down a couple things that I, that I wanted that I thought maybe could um, help you in that in being honest. Uh, one of the things was don't keep pretending that the dead things in your life aren't affecting you. Mm. Um, sometimes we can get so used to negative things, uh, especially after 2020, that we can become numb and forget yeah. that those things affected us. You know, you even mentioned losing a family member. Yeah. Uh, we both did. And the truth is, like, with so many bad things, we can just go to the funeral. We can just keep on moving. Yep, it's over with. But the truth is, those things affect us on a deeper level right. sometimes. And it's okay to grieve over things that have passed away. Right. Um, right. You know, not just physical people, but even jobs and relationships and things like that. It's okay to grieve over the things that have passed away. I, I agree with you. And um, even in that, we just have to trust that God has a plan for our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty sure we all had all types of plans of things that we were going to do in 2020. I know we did. We yeah. had plans of doing this and the other, but, you know, those plans got changed. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it could have been a, a loss or what have you, but um, you know, I believe in trying to see trying to see the positive in it if you if you possibly can. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it's something that's um, not for you, could be you know a, a job or a promotion or something that maybe you saw maybe hidden that way, but due to the pandemic, now it's not you know opportunity is not there anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for you. And you just have to we have to trust and believe that you know God has a plan uh, for us. It may not look the way we think it should look or want it to look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where my my um, my hope lies, mm-hmm. always in him and knowing that he um, He loves me and he has a plan for my life. And um, I mean, that's what I, that's what I, um, I have to take that to the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, what this season has done for a lot of people is it has made us, uh, it's really revealed what we had our trust and our hope in. Amen. In uh, our security and and kind of bouncing back to that passage of scripture, the reason uh, or one of the reasons I believe she was mourning was in a patriarchal society mm. um, with her son passing away, right. she lost her security. Mm. Um, so back then, women weren't allowed to go work, and you know you couldn't be uh, a boss woman or you know the, all <laughs> all the stuff they say. You know that wasn't an opportunity, that wasn't a possibility for them back then. So they had to rely on a male figure. And so when her son died, uh, obviously her husband had passed away already. But when her son died, that was like the end of her financial security. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that had been gone. So not only was she mourning uh, a loved one, but she was also mourning um, her security. Right. Like, what am I going to do? What am I mm-hmm. going to do? Mm-hmm. Her support system, um, like many of you listening, it was an economic tragedy for yes. her. Uh, and it says it was a young man. So it was probably something that wasn't expected. And so um, there was, I mean, I, I just see that I listen, I read that and I think of so many people uh, that I know and so many people that I don't even know that I know are going through the same thing. Um, 
and just I feel for you. Yes. Um, but like you said, it goes to show what your support, like what your faith was really in. Was it in God? Was it in God always providing for you? Or was it in that thing? Was it in the money? Was it in the job? Or was it in that person um, that left? And so um, I think it's important to pay attention to those things because God is shaking everything up. Shaking up is definitely true. Um, you know, I mentioned earlier, you know, having a loved one to pass was my oldest brother. Mm. And uh, man, that really kind of rocked us. I mean, it was very unexpected. And um, my sister and I, we talk about it um, a lot because we've lost our, our parents. And so um, that was different, you know, losing them. That was um, um Rough, mm-hmm. and so to have the first of the five mm-hmm. um, to go, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I was telling my sister, I don't even know if I really truly have grieved that caught me mm-hmm. by surprise so much, and then with everything else, like the pandemic and all this other stuff that's going on, you kind of like it takes your breath away, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, almost like you said, it almost made made you feel numb mm-hmm. somewhat. Mm-hmm. Is that am I really processing? Mm-hmm. What's going on? But I I go back to I have to trust God. You know, mm-hmm. uh, He's been been there and taking us through. And we lost our parents. Um, we lost our parents like maybe a, a year and thirteen days apart. So mm-hmm. um, my dad went first, and so I know I was focused on my mom and making sure she, she was okay. Mm-hmm. And then she left, and oh my goodness, that just really you know that was something else. But um, but God, that's all I can say is but mm-hmm. God. He was He was that help. That I needed, um, and he knew exactly how to um, speak to me in mm. just that sweet way. Um, you know, just just to be there for me and comfort me, and that's my prayer for people is that the Lord comfort because only He knows, only God knows you. He knows you inside and out, and He's the only one that can um, meet you right where you right where you are and, mm. and fulfill that need. Absolutely, and that's so very true. Um, and it ties into the second point that I had here was simply just let the tears guide you to the compassion of Jesus. Mm. Um, Verse 13 says, when Jesus saw her, Mm. he was filled with compassion. When he saw her, he was filled with compassion. So we have to think about what it was that Jesus saw. Um, He he saw a mourning mother. Mm. Uh, He saw someone, obviously he was all-knowing, but he was walking with his, I mean, he was still man as well, but but he saw her. And I believe he saw her tears and I believe he saw her sadness. Um, and so with that, I just want to let somebody know that he can't heal the fake you, only the real you. Amen. Um, Psalms 34, uh, 18 says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. Um, if you want him to be close to you, you can't pretend that you're not brokenhearted. Mm. And the word even goes on to say that God opposes the proud. Um, so if, if we're putting up this facade like we don't need help, we don't need anyone, mm. and we don't need God, God, God opposes that. Right. He opposes that that pride, truthfully. And um, as you were speaking, it made me think about the hymn, um, take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Mm. You got to take them to him. He knows, but you know he's waiting for you to... To lay him at his feet and mm-hmm. say, "Lord, I can't handle this. I need you to, to, uh, to help me." Even in things like that, where we're where we're grieving, mm-hmm. and um, he knows, but this just to lay it at his feet and um, and let him do the healing. Mm. 
That's so right. Um, sometimes the silence cries louder than a thousand words. Um, you know, even when the word talks about praying in the spirit, when you don't mm. know what to pray, mm-hmm. the spirit knows. Um, and sometimes it's in the groanings and mm-hmm. the moanings that you're communicating with the father in such a special way um, that you might not even be able to articulate, but uh, but the spirit knows. Amen. And, um, and, and so with that, it's not one of those spooky things. Like there's somebody <laughs> listening that's like, are you talking about speaking in tongues? Because I don't want it to be weird. <laughs> that is a part of it. But right. really what I mean is being your true and authentic self. Um, lay it out before before the Lord. Uh, there's so many times where people in the Bible who were heartbroken tore their clothes. And it says they worshipped. Um, sometimes worship is just tears. Sometimes uh, worship is just saying, Lord, I don't know. Um but I trust you. You yes. know, Job said, though he slay me, yet I mm. yet will I trust him. Um, and you may feel like the Lord is, he doesn't see you and he doesn't understand, but um, he's close and he mm. does see you. Um, with that, <laughs> if we look back at the passage, and, and I want this to be something you go back and you read, and I hope that it ministers to you. But the first thing that it says before he engaged with her, it says he saw her. Mm. So what I, what I want to tell someone is, even if you can't see God, he sees you. Amen. Um, we can't see all the time how God is working behind the scenes, how he's doing things in our life. But he sees us from afar, way before we even see him coming. She was probably, you ever been crying and, you know, your eyes get so watery that you can't even see? Yeah. Right? Um, that's how a lot of us look. We have this this sheet over our eyes and, you know, the the mourning and the crying that we've been doing, whether whether it's with real tears or inside, our vision has become blurred and we can't see really too too far in front of us. Mm-hmm. But the good news is that it says Jesus saw her and when he Amen. saw her, he, he was filled compassion. with compassion. And um and, and so I just wanted to encourage somebody to um be real. Amen. That's it. Just just be real in this season. You don't have to have the answers. You don't have to continue to be strong, you know, um, but just be real. Amen. And sometimes just say, Lord, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Help me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think um, just like you said, just being real. We don't have to be uh, a poet, a poet or anything like that. He just wants you to be real um, before him, real and authentic. Mm-hmm. That's all God requires. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and this isn't even a good place to stop because that wasn't the end. Him seeing her wasn't the end of the story. You know, the story goes on to say that Jesus stopped the funeral. Somebody's getting ready to bury something. Somebody's getting ready to quit on yourself. You're getting ready to quit on something. Um, and Jesus says, stop the funeral. Amen. He says, stop the funeral because his own blood is going to cover the expenses. And uh, and it already has mm-hmm. covered the expenses. Uh, no matter how expensive it seems, um, it's somebody's listening. You're like, Lord, I can't. This is costing me too much. Mm-hmm. This is too much for me to bear. Uh, but he says, I'll trade you. He's going to stop the funeral and he says, I'll trade you. He says, his burdens are light. Amen. That's and, what the word uh, says. Come on. Last podcast, we talked about the weight of it. This is the perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to trade those things. Um 
I grew up in church. My mother knows. She she used to get on to me all the time for <laughs> horsing around and stuff. But um, there was something that everybody used to say, and you might be able to help me. I know you can help me here, but it says he may not come when oh, you want him. But he's but, always right on time. But he'll be there right on time. That's Amen. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to say that to somebody listening. He He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. I'm even reminded of Lazarus. They said, if you had been here. If you had been here. My brother, brother would, would not have died. died. Mm-hmm. But there was a purpose for his timing. And there's a purpose for the timing that of when he's going to show up in your life, too. Um, but it's perfect. And, and we have to trust that his timing is Amen. perfect. Amen. Um, the boy lived. Um, I go back and read the story so you know I'm not just saying this <laughs> to make you feel good. This is in the Bible. Uh, but he, the boy lived. He gave him back to his mother. Amen. And so she, he, so he woke a dead thing. He woke a dead thing. Mm-hmm. All the dead things in your life can live again. Amen. Because Jesus died and he rose again. Um, when Jesus did that, he took the keys of death, hell, and the grave to give you power over your circumstances in not only 2020, but 2021. Amen. So you may be feeling like hope is lost in an area or areas of your life. But I'm here to tell you that God said, cry no more. I'm here to raise that thing to life. I came to give you life and life abundantly. He says, in the world, there will be trouble, but take heart for he has overcome the world. Amen. It's no longer in our strength that we have to live, Mm. but in his. So the good news is you may be hurting, you may be crying, but you can put down your strength and pick up his. She's shaking her hand, y'all. I guess that was a good word. Praise God. That's a good one. Hallelujah. (laughs) But yes, we just, I mean, we just wanted to briefly just tell you guys listening that help is on the way. Yes. Um, We know that we want to be empathetic with your situation. We want to be empathetic with how you're feeling. Um, But one thing I know is I don't want the devil to be out here trying to punk you. I don't want the devil to be out here trying to get you to quit, to try to get you to feel like uh, that you're a mess up, that you're a screw up, that that uh, it's something that you did mm. um, that caused you to be in that situation. That's a lie. That's a lie. And, and I rebuke that in Jesus name. Mm-hmm. But one thing I will say is that help is on the way. The Lord knows where you're at. He sees you. He loves you so That's very right. much. And he is on the way. Just continue to wait on him. Continue right. to trust on trust in him, and your situation will be turned around. Amen. That's that's what we call faith. Mm-hmm. That's right. Believing and trusting something that we can't see. Mm-hmm. It may not have materialized, but we believe that God will do it. And so, just having the patience to to wait on him. Mm. That's right. Well, this would not be the huddle if we did not give you strategy. So now we're gonna, it's time right. to go to the huddle. It's time to give you strategy. So you, as you know, number one is always to pray. Amen. Always to pray. If I had to give you a number two, I would say be real with where you are. There's been so much that's happened uh, over the past year, over the past couple months, and things probably happening in your life right now. But be honest about where you are, mm-hmm. how you feel inside. Because Jesus wants to know. Yes. Do you have a number three? Oh boy, you're catching me cold here. <laughs> <laughs> so you said pray. You said 
be honest about where you are. Be honest where you are. And um, what I've been hearing a lot, and we can never do um, too much of it, is to get into the Word. Mm. By getting into the Word, we um, we learn more of God. And so we want to get close to Him, make that relationship personal. And that, you know, helps us to tap in to Him so that our prayers are more, you know, effective. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, along with the prayer, along with the being, um, being real and authentic, get in the Word. Mm. So you know how... What, what the word says about this What does God say about this mm. There are no questions about that That's good That's very good Y'all heard her Get in the word y'all And number four I would say um, Remember that help is on the way mm-hmm. Have faith Have faith That help is on the way um, As we said so many times During this episode That he may not come When you want him But he'll be there Right on time Just have faith that help is on the way um this has been awesome thank you so much for uh being on this episode with me it's boring by yourself you know and and, um la right now is is uh he's busy doing some other things for koc um we got something else um in the works that you guys don't know yet but god is always working amen god is always working amen um but uh before we end, obviously, we want to just pray for you all and uh, and just send you out into the rest of your week with blessing. So would you want to pray or do you want me to pray? Okay. I want to pray for you. All right. Well, next time. She prays all the time, y'all, so <laughs> I'll give her a break this time. But uh, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for each and every person that will tune in and listen to this podcast, those that are listening right now. Lord, we speak blessing over them and their finances, their families, their hearts, their spirits, um, their physical bodies, Lord. We just speak blessing and prosperity over them. Lord, those that are listening right now and are heartbroken and don't know where to go, don't know where to turn and, and just feel hopeless, Lord. We ask that you would take something that was said today to encourage them, Lord, um, not just to be a feel-good thing, but to transform the way that they think, Lord. Um, you said in your word that we should constantly uh, not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the yes. renewing of our minds. And Lord, we know we do that by getting into your word and, and to tuning in to just um, other believers, listening to other believers and, and having life-giving conversations. So, well, we ask that something said here would be uh, used to encourage someone. Uh, Lord, I want to right now just um, thank you for my mother and, and just her awesome wisdom and uh, and her encouragement for me and so many other people and, and also my dad too. He's not here, but we thank you for him as well. Um, we thank you for LA and his leadership um, in his absence. Lord, we ask that you would continue to bless him um, for all the seeds that he's sown for this ministry. Um, Lord, we ask that you would just give him wisdom more and more that you would bless his finances that you would bless his home and his family in jesus name name. and those that are all listening continue to have faith in the lord yes continue to have faith in the lord will we trust you yes we do in jesus name amen Amen. until next time koc the huddle y'all hang in there all right if you're hanging by a thread keep hanging keep hanging keep hanging (laughs) Well, we love you, and we'll see you next time. Peace.